shit, I lost count. 31 of the Grove? Fuck it, we'll call it 31. Guys, we're going to talk about some real shit today again. We're talking about all this other real shit that we haven't been talking about. I don't I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to mean. We've been talking about a lot of real shit, but we're going to talk about the realest shit. We're going to talk about existence, guys. We're going to talk about the complete cosmic mistake that is existence. I was talking to a coworker about this kind of shit, which was fascinating that I, I you know, <laughs> that I found somebody at work to talk to who's intelligent enough to maintain a conversation about this without being weird about it. You know, like, unsur- it's probably unsurprising that people who are weird, like me, are usually kind of dumb. But, you know what? This guy's pretty smart. So we started talking about uh, the idea of existence. And uh, things started getting kind of creepy. Because we, we came up with... Th- uh, maybe not came up with. But we both had this uh, understanding that life is realistically not supposed... Like, the the existence of life is much more unlikely than the existence of life. Wait, no, I think that I said that right. The, uh, yeah, the... the n- Ah, fuck, what was I saying? I think, yeah, I think I said it right. The, the existence of life is much more unlikely than the existence of life. Wait, hold on. Am I saying that? Fucking, the existence of life is more unlikely than the non... Yeah, yeah, okay, the existence of life is more unlikely than the non-existence of life. Jesus Christ, how many times did it take me to say that fucking sentence? Oh, my God. It's not my fault, you guys. My brain is tired. It's the end of the weekend, you know. You know how things go. The weekend comes and goes. Everybody has things that they got going on. And I had to help move somebody move yesterday in about 100 degree weather. So my brain is just like, hey, you know what? How about fuck you? And then uh, my dinner tonight was particularly heavy. I had myself some spaghetti. So my fucking brain is like, can we just fucking calm down, please, and relax on a Sunday night in my... You know what? Absolutely not. I have important shit to talk about. And that important shit is whether or not life should even exist. I started thinking about the concept of non-existence at work the other day. You know, as I mentioned with my coworker. And it just did really. It just fucked with me for a hot minute. Because if you really think, like, if you really truly try to consider, you know, just conceive non-existence, it's, it's really difficult to do. And... When you really think about it, when you really think, like, the fact that anything at all even exists is truly bizarre. Realistically, like, if like, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to try to put this into words, I suppose, because, exi- like, the point of existence seems to be so meaningless. Like, not, not that you shouldn't, you know, try to live. I mean, we're, we're here. So, I mean, I believe that the point of life is to live. I think it's the easiest way of putting that. But, um, realistically, like, there is no true, or no seemingly true, objective value in life. It's all just, we're here, nobody knows what the fuck is going on. And, I mean, I'm not, I'm not talking just human life. I'm talking, you know, plant life, rocks. I'm talking just 
not even living ex- existence itself is so complicated because in the grand scheme of things there's no real reason why anything is here the the fact that anything at all is around is just it's truly it's just bizarre there's no point in anything and I don't know it got me thinking about uh so I don't know if you right I mean I'm assuming anybody that's listening to this is probably either a into some woo-woo shit like I am or b I don't know a fan of comedy so maybe and comedy seems to have uh gotten tied up with some science type stuff you know with everybody being super Joe Rogan-y and uh he's just you know he's bringing on a lot of stuff so I figure a lot of comedy fans are kind of in that way and uh I don't know I don't really know exactly the point of you know all of what's been going on everything's just kind of everything's just been kind of tripping me out lately because and then I started thinking about uh the idea that we're in a simulation because existence itself seems I mean and then I even simulation theory I started thinking on top of that you know what's what's the purpose of the simulation there has to be something outside of the simulation in order to make the simulation exist so what's the point of life outside of the simulation maybe maybe life outside the simulation is more concrete and has purpose and meaning and is understood and we're just some sort of I don't know because the way I I guess the, yeah I bring up simulation theory because I started to I started to consider the idea of binary you know binary code zeros and ones <coughs> excuse me where zero would of course represent non-existence you know null space zero meaning nothing one would represent some sort of you know a uh, what's the, I guess. <laughs> What's the word I'm looking for? It would represent a constant, I guess, is the better way of putting it. A, a, and you know, something that doesn't exist and something that does. And then you get down to atomic structure. Atomic structure relies on not only the existence of an atom in a space; it also relies on the empty space between atoms, and the pathing of an atom. If it's you know orbit or whatever you want to call it, because they like you know, they make some sort of weird spinny type thing. But there's empty space that makes up an atom. There is the there is an important aspect of the, of, uh, of empty space among like there's there is a point of non there is a purpose of non existence, I guess is the, the way I'll try to phrase this dumb thought. Because if it wasn't for the empty space of that atom, then the atom wouldn't be able to function as it's meant to. So it it just it made me think about the function of the idea of non-existence for life in that life must balance with non-existence. Uh, it's it's been fucking with me, guys. I don't I, I'm hoping that I'm putting this through in a logical or at least a maybe not even logical, but at least a logic that is able to be followed. But anyways, going back to sorry, I sort of sidetracked. It my going back to the idea of binary being important and the possibility of the simulation being uh, put into press play here because, like I said, atoms are 
they require you know null space which could be easily represented by a zero in that you know zero represents you know nothing and then one would represent something so you break down atomic structure it could theoretically be looked at as coding because you know like i said binary and binary and the idea of non-existence seem to play together well so it, i might be stretching and there might be some sort of mathematical formula that or maybe even maybe not even mathematical formula just a kind of counterbalance my point here and uh i think that but either way i think that it's it's made me consider some things because like i said if i can't if I can't consider the idea of non-existence, but the importance of it is clearly present, and I mean, at our at nearly our baseline, like and I know there's like quarks and there's some other shit that you know is necessary for life, but there's definitely, for the most part, life is like or non-existence. And existence must be placed together. There's no real... It, there can't just be existence. The idea of non-existence has to be there, which is terrifying because as somebody who doesn't necessarily believe in, you know... I believe in life after death. I don't believe in necessarily, like, you know, an established, you know, like a... You know, like a any established religions type of like heaven or hell or that sort of life after death. But I do believe that life after death is just as it's, it's just as I think it's just as important as life. I don't know what the fuck is going on here. There we go. Sorry, I totally spaced. I'm going to cut some of that. Uh, going back, I don't know, guys. I've been playing some fucking Mortal Kombat again. I fucking, I'm relaxing on a Sunday. My brain is tired. I'm thinking about existence and life and all this other shit. I'm about to edit out some of the pauses here. But I'm sorry. I just... It's been fucking with me. Because it's it's so hard to wrap my head around the fact that non-existence also exists. That's what's fucking... Like, shit is it's not that it just doesn't exist like the void is a thing but I, I, I think that my biggest concern or really my biggest question is it's not that I don't know it's not you know that I'm even questioning how life works it's just when you really get down to it there's nothing that really logically explains why we are or not even we but anything is there's nothing that particularly explains why there had to be a universe as fucking stupid and you know stonery brained as that sounds there's no real explanation for any of this shit not a not a one everything is just kind of Everything's just kind of together for no real reason. And I want to know, I want the answers, guys.
this is kind of a weird episode, I know, because I'm not really, I'm not really being funny, I'm not really being anything other than just kind of weird, I guess, but it's important to me, I suppose. It's important to me to consider, and for, it's important for me to bring it up to other people to to consider that there's no purpose to anything, which, it sounds nihilistic, but I think that nihilism is ultimately juvenile. I think that this, or at least Rick and Morty style juvenile, er, and I, and uh, don't quote me wrong here, I love Rick and Morty, but there's, uh, there seems to be some sort of uh, uptick of basically self-destructive nihilism, which is not, it's not real, it's not real nihilism, it's this performative nihilism, I guess is the way that I would put it, where everybody's like, Nothing matters, so I'm gonna just do whatever, blah blah, and be you know self-destruct and self-destructive nihilism is just it's it's petty, it's childish, and I think that it's it's really just sad that it's truly sad because it, it's it's being introduced to people at this weird baseline. I don't even really know how to describe like. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, cartoons are, you know, bad and blah, 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 that, guys. It's this it's this sense of this destructive narcissism. That's the other thing. It's it's narcissistic nihilism where it's nothing matters and poor me, me, me. That's where I'm getting this. Not You know, it's all tied together, sort of. I, you know, I understand that there's it's. Very hard to understand my thought process because there is none. Then don't listen to a goddamn word that I'm saying. None of this is. None of this makes any sense, but that's fine, because. You know I think that it's important to be an idiot every once in a while, because nobody knows all. Nobody knows anything, other than the people who know stuff. But, we, fuck them, Fan- stuff knowing pieces of shit. I th- I think that. People are so afraid to look like, you know, they're afraid to look stupid. So they don't want to learn because they don't want to acknowledge that they don't know stuff. So they allow themselves to continue to be stupid. They don't want to learn or they don't want to share what they've learned because they don't want to, you know, sound like a know-it-all or something. I think that there's a big lack of communication because everybody feels like they're communicating all the time. There's this sense of constant communication, but nobody's really saying anything. This took a very strange turn, but point is, guys, what I was originally going to say is I think that the self-destructive narcissism that's been presented in Rick and Morty has turned into this weird social trend of nobody giving a shit and nobody really fully exploring what narcissism, or not narcissism, excuse me, nihilism is. I say narcissism because it's Dan Harmon nihilism is Rick and Morty, which I love Dan Harmon, he's a talented writer, but his ideology of uh, nihilism is I don't want to say flawed I just want to say it's very it's a very personal view of it and I think that share it's it's been shared and culminated in society because of a show which I mean I'm like uh, like I said it's a great show I love the show but it started this very accessible level of you know nihilism that isn't being fully explored yeah it's it's you know, if I'm going to, you know, sit here and break down Rick and Morty, uh, you know, there you got Rick Sanchez's 
you know, oh, you know, nothing matters. I'm just going to, you know, drink because blah, blah, poor me. You know, and that's kind of his ideals of nah, nar- fuck, narcissism and nihilism are really getting tied up in my brain. His, the Rick Sanchez brand of nihilism is this selfish sort of way. And I mean, I understand that, you know, I think that that's definitely meant to be highlighted in Rick. I'm, I'm not saying that, like, Rick, uh, Dan Harmon is necessarily, um, you know, he's not saying that this is the proper form of nihilism. I think that he's exploring one form of it, and uh, many people aren't really understanding how destructive it is, actually. Most people are just they're like, oh, nothing matters. I'm going to be an alcoholic, too, and, you know, woe is me. I've kind of made that point again, but I want to I want to be clear that I don't believe that the narcissism and nihilism presented through Rick Sanchez's character are completely unintentional, and Dan Harmon does fully know that he's portraying things to be uh, bad, but most people aren't picking up on this. Most people are like, oh, well, if nothing matters, and I can just do whatever, and blah, 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 which is sad. So I think that there needs to be some sort of communication among people that while nothing matters, that doesn't mean that's bad. If nothing matters, you know, we're, there's a positive side of things. You Like, you know how much, stre- like, uh, it's actually helped me with the stress recently to kind of realize, like, in the end, I'm just going to be fucking dirt, guys. We're, we're all, we're all going to, like, whether, you know, whether or not you believe in life after death, which, you know, I believe in, I, I think that I, I believe in it. It's, I think it's, it's a personal comfort, sure. There's not really any hard evidence, and I don't. I'm not really a hard evidence type of person when it comes to woo woo shit like that. That's, I guess that's to me what I believe. Faith is that's the point of faith is that you're not you don't you don't need proof. Uh, I don't. I definitely don't believe that. <laughs> I don't like where um, faith and religion have become this synonymous thing, but they're not. They're not really the same. Uh, religion to me is ultimately can be good if done correctly but the problem is is uh it's been misused a lot and it's it's becoming difficult for people to trust it again and i'm not going to sit here and be like oh we only start going to church again i no it's nothing about that i believe that fellowship can fellowship can take place in a multitude of different ways for example i'm a i'm an amateur stand-up comedian I go to an open mic every week and I see my same friends and we all kind of, you know, we all, we have our little dish session, you know, which is supposed to be a performance, but really, I mean, it's, we, I mean, even it is like, we do have our jokes and we perform, but there's also the very important part of talking to each other during or after the, you know, the open mic before everybody's kind of catching up, saying hi, everybody's kind of, you know, greeting one another. It's a whole thing. It's a big social gathering. And we all just, we all just meet and we all kind of just are together. I think it's an extremely important piece of humanity is to get into a large social gathering for a common purpose of fellowship. Not war, like this worship is bizarre to me. Uh, I'm not a fan of worship. I think that's very strange. I believe that worship is a bastardization of fellowship. 
and I, you know, that's why I'm very, I'm very skeptical of people who are like, oh, I did this, and we all worshipped, and it's like, holy shit, like that's, like that, that's very unsettling to me. I don't, I guess it's because maybe my lack of a specific deity that I, I find it, I find, it's, it all, it all still seems like idol worship, you know, like the, the Bible mentions this, uh, there's something about a, um like a golden calf and i think a lot of people genuinely believe that that's the only false idol that they can worship not realizing that this cross that they you know come together to sit around and they they worship a cross they worship a concept they're not worshiping they're not even many aren't following the ideals that are presented in their religion and it's bizarre they're worshiping a cross. They're worshiping the idea of self-preservation. They're worshiping the idea of life after death. They're not worshiping worship. That's why I don't know. Worship to me is bizarre. It doesn't. It often doesn't seem to fit the ideals of what it's meant to be, which to me is just it's so creepy, and that's why I I, I tend to stray away from church is because it's not that, you know, I think that, you know, religion is bad and blah, blah, blah. And I'm a, you know, some sort of, you know, mean old atheist, but like, I don't, the, the ideals presented in many forms of worship are just so bizarre that it's, it's truly just, it's almost, it's, it's almost gross what kind of goes on. Things are getting fucked up and they're just ignoring it. They're they're ignoring the real purpose of their of their Christ, which is to be a good person. Instead, they're on this. Uh, maybe not. Oh, again, and and I'm speaking in generalities here. I'm not saying that you know if you're a Christian that blah you know oh you're a bad person or blah 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 or that you shouldn't you know. I think that if it makes you happy, then yeah, sure, go for it. I just think that so many people get into the the habit of doing things because that's what they've always done rather than fully exploring why they're doing things. And that's causing a lot of problems. It's causing, and it's, it's causing the, it's causing a bastardization of fellowship, which I've, you know, I've mentioned how much I value it before. I believe that, you know, people coming together for a common purpose and really getting like the sense of community is extremely important. And then you get these big mega churches and it's all this performative thing. And there's, it results in these weird uh, like not necessarily like oh I I don't want to say cult because of the small scale but like these families that they're all singular family units that come together to basically act as though they all came together for this common purpose but realistically they all came to be like oh look at me being the good Christian and then these families don't ever really interact as people they interact as this we like and I I say this because I I I I don't I. I keep I I'm a, it's a, maybe a bit hyperbole, but I say this because I escaped a cult of sorts. Excuse me. I know I, I don't think I've ever talked about that on this podcast, but I did. I I wouldn't fully say I escaped a actual factual like bad you know you know crazy. Like I, it, it's not you know like a cult that you would think about like in a you know some horror movie cult or anything cool like that. It's really just um. I went to a church that basically, you know, said that their their 
their teachings were the only correct teachings and then we were really only allowed to interact with people within those spe- like within our with our part you know with our personal beliefs and they would you know as kids give us treats if we you know brought people to our you know fellowships or warships or whatever they wanted to call them and it was really just about recruitment and size and it, it, it was it was a mega church so I mean, it was just it was really trippy because you know, I, I didn't really know any better because I never, like, when I went to church, it was, you know, it was this big performative thing where it was like, oh, you know, these are these are the things that we do, and oh, you better not do this, and you better not do that, and it, it was never, there was never really an understanding of people, as everybody was supposed to be the same, everybody was supposed to be this, this creature that that you know aligned with the other creatures that didn't do anything it was you were either like everybody or you were like nobody it was it was eerie but i don't know it, it i'm like it, they weren't doing like i said they weren't doing anything bad and i'm not gonna you know say where i went or anything like that because i think that i could probably get in trouble for calling them a cult but point is i understand the purpose of i, I i've seen where religion can be and where it goes and you know all that stuff i guess my point is i've been thinking a lot about life and death in a very um i guess a black and white type of thought pattern and not necessarily like human life i'm talking just across the board and i believe that you know across the board things have been things have been getting uh Nobody really wants to sit down and think about life anymore, guys. Nobody wants to be wrong. Nobody wants to put forth this idea that maybe maybe we don't know what's going on. And I think that that's kind of where I'm at is I, you know, kind of thought that I knew what was going on. I kind of thought that uh I kind of thought that I had this, you know, things figured out. And then I don't know. I started thinking to myself at work, you know, I was, I've been having to explain, not explain, um, I've been, uh, I've been at, at work, I've had a lot more, I've had a lot more, uh, free time, to, not free time necessarily, uh, I, I, my, my work has taken on a more free form, uh, style of processing, where I, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I can be more with my thoughts more so than just, just blindly, you know, sort of doing stuff. Like, I can actually think. And my thoughts have been straying as, you know, much as they shouldn't, you know. You get some free time to yourself. You, you're you you always going to think about some weird shit. And while I'm reading processes and all this stuff, you know, my brain's kind of going off. It's doing its own thing. It's And it's... <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know a lot. I'm hoping that I'm not just, I'm not just, you know, got my cycle babble on. But it's, I'm hoping that this has helped anybody. I, got, I know I, I haven't really said a goddamn thing, but um, it's important to me to, you know, sometimes lay out some thoughts. Maybe have somebody mention that, hey, nobody knows what the fuck's all going on, and it's okay. You know, you don't have to know. 
You don't have to know what's going on. Life is fucking crazy, guys. Life is... Life uh, finds a way, as Jeff fucking... Jeff Goldblum? Jeff Goldblum. Right. There it is. As Jeff Goldblum would say, life finds a way. This is the dumbest thing I've ever talked about. Holy shit. But you know what, guys? I think it's important that we talk about this stuff. Because who else is talking about it? Nobody's talking about it on a level of per- like person to person. It's all kept to the churches. It's all kept... It's all kept in it's it's entertainment. I mean, look at this. It's a, you're listening like if you're if you're listening to this, you're listening to a podcast, and that's where that's where you're getting this information from. You're not getting it from your friends unless you know unless you have cool friends, which you know I've got some friends that I talk about with this kind of stuff. I just I don't think it's the common thing anymore for people to talk about like, hey, what the fuck's going on? Like, what is life? Like, this is all fucking crazy, right? Like, holy shit. And that's I think that that's where ultimately religion has you know to me become it's, it's this weird band aid. And it has, you know, band-aids do have their purpose. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say the churches are, and religion are this, you know, bad thing. I think that they're ultimately a social good. And I think that ultimately it's very hard not to, uh, it's very hard not to appreciate them. And it's very hard not to see their purpose. And it's also very easy to allow yourself to become bitter or, de- like, just upset with them. And to, like, like I, I mean... Like I said, I, I, in a sense, blamed, you know, religion earlier, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say that, uh, I'm not going to, I would never, I would never say that, you know, there's a problem with having faith. I mean, shit, I've got my beliefs, but I think that there's people like, like it's, I think it's the same way that like, uh, I guess my example is like this. I was raised a Cubs fan. You know, I, 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 I like, I like the Cubs. That's my, that is my quote-unquote religion. And I say that in the sense that, um, I don't know a goddamn thing about the Cubs, guys. I like what, I, I like baseball. I like, you know, I played baseball as a kid. I like baseball just as much as any other guy. And, uh, I, you know, when I watch baseball, I prefer it to be the Cubs because that's, that's my team. Oh man, you know, go my team. I don't, I, I, I don't think I know a single player on the Cubs, guys. But you know what? That, that that doesn't mean that I don't fucking love the Cubs. Like I, I have Cubs gear, you know. I've got some shirts, you know, some you know, just random stuff. Which I mean, you know, that's a that's you know, a pro, that's a result of consumerism and you know, you know, capitalism. But that's that's a discussion for another day. My the point. I'll bring it back here. The point being is, the, I think a lot of people are Christians the same way that I'm a Cubs fan. They were raised. They were raised that way. They were told this is it, and people were like tight, and that's that. They didn't. I never gave it a single thought further, and they were like, "All right, that's you know, that's t- you know, I'm a cu- you know, I'm a Christian, and that was it. No ifs, ands, or buts, and that's what they did. So, I think it's an important thing to actually explore your thoughts and not just blindly say, "Oh, I'm a Christian. Oh, I'm a Buddhist." That that's the other funny thing is when people. You know, don't really actually understand what Buddhism is, and then you know they go through a phase in high school, and they're like, "Oh, no, I'm a Buddhist." No, you're not. <laughs> but as I said, I think it's important to explore what you actually believe, and that's why I think a lot of people who uh, you know they call themselves Christians often are not, in the sense that I'm not really a Cubs fan. Like a, a Cubs fan would know 
players on the team the same way like that'd be like saying uh you know a band like uh like let's say um oh i'm trying to think of a band that's popular uh, maroon five sure i'll say i'm a maroon i'm a maroon five fan but i've never heard any of their i mean I've, maybe i've heard a couple of their songs and maybe they maybe i like a couple of their songs i don't know a single i don't know a single band member i don't know a i don't know what they stand for i don't know what their songs are about but you know my friends all liked Maroon 5, so I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a big old Maroon 5 fan. And then I, you know, become this diehard Maroon 5 fan, but I know fucking nothing about them. And that's what, that's what a lot of religion is. It's fanaticism. You're not a Christian, you're a Jesus fan. I, I don't know. I don't know how this came from existence and non-existence, but I think it's important to explore things. I think that might about, yeah, this about wraps it up. I've been rambling about bullshit for god knows how too long honestly like this is this has been completely non-productive but uh you know what guys i think i think we covered some interesting topics tonight and i think that uh in the end maybe there might be one person who listens to my random ramblings and says oh shit i need to reconsider some shit because i'm not i'm not really i'm not living my i'm not out here living my best life and that's really that's really what i think the important part of if there if there's one takeaway from you know discussion of whether or not there's life after death whether or not there's you know a point in life itself the point that i was you know across the board trying to make is don't let the pointlessness of life make yourself live a bad life just because there's no purpose doesn't mean that there is no reason i guess and that's it. Make sure you go on over to punandgame.com where you can find such podcasts as Not Worth the Time, Fun Pun Gaming, and of course, one of my personal favorites, Who Gives a F, and a returning favorite, Things About Stuff with Judge Die and Brian Eastlick, two funny guys back on the network. I'm, that drops, I believe, every week. And, you know, make sure you head on over to check out The Grove. There's some new Grove merch as well as a bunch of other pun and game merch out there. And, of course, Monster Jamboree dropping every Thursday that I host with Eric Bridges. Make sure you guys check all that shit out. I believe that we might have some Monster Jamboree merch coming up. I got to work that all out. But, yeah, I think that's about it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully this made any sort of sense. Thank you. And if you heard some clicking, like I said, I'm playing Mortal Kombat right now. So, ignore the clicks. Y'all are great. Goodbye.